The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, y'all, at the beginning of every one of my episodes, if you're new to the Sexy Cool Lounge, thank you. Thank you for coming on board, man. Thank you for giving us some of your time so that we can provide you with some positive energy and some good vibes only in your journey, all right? If you want to check out any one of our episodes in our catalog from one to 87, with this being 88, y'all, go on over to the website, www.sexycoollounge.com, and I'm sure that we'll have something that'll fuel your soul. If you want to continue listening to the podcast, you can check it out on any one of your podcast platforms, all right? We're there all over, okay? And if you're on social media, Instagram, give us a follow at Sexy Cool Lounge, right? Give us a follow, we'll definitely follow you back. And y'all know, you can find me always on Facebook. Send me a friend request. I will accept it. And for 2023, y'all know the big news. Sexy Cool Lounge has its own channel on YouTube. Y'all need to go on over, catch the vibe, and subscribe. <laughs> See my face for a little bit rather than always hearing my voice. So housekeeping out of the way, everybody. Listen, episode 88 is a very cool and special episode. This brother that I'm bringing on to kind of help us understand some things is a really cool cat. And he's doing some positive things out into the universe, right? So let me tell you a little bit about what he does. Now, if you're feeling overwhelmed and need help to untangle your thoughts and beliefs, this guy right here is the guy that you need to talk to, all right? That's why we have him on the show. He is a hypnotherapist. He is a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. That's right, tongue-tied on that one. He is also a life coach, and he's also a yoga teacher, y'all, residing out of the St. Louis region in the United States of America. He also believes that the quickest way to shift your state of mind is to move your body. And we're going to be doing a little bit with that with him today. This April, he will be presenting at the Heartland Hypnosis Conference in St. Louis. And this July, he'll be at the HypnoThoughts live event in Las Vegas. So everybody, please give a warm welcome and listening ear to my buddy, Mr. Matt Dixon. Matt, how are you today? Hi, Jimmy. I'm good. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming in and yeah. uh, give us a little bit of your time, man. How are you today? Great. Really, really, really good. Yeah. 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 Like, been looking forward to this all day. So, <laughs> Well, thank you very much, man. We've been looking forward to having you on. Uh, you're a busy guy doing a lot of things, but uh, yeah, definitely um, thank you for giving us some of your time, man. Yeah. So before we get started with your journey and how you got to be where you are and doing some of the positive things that you're doing, first question out of the gate, brother, is Matt. What does sexy cool mean to you? It's 
it's only positive you know like the um, sexy it, it, it depends on who's saying it you know what i mean um but the uh but to me it means um like i said it's always positive to me it means just a um like um like like a smooth sort of uh a smooth sort of vibe a a a smooth positive energy i guess yeah deal, man smooth positive energy well we'll take that you know the beautiful thing about that question matt is i can ask it a million times around the world and i'll never get the same answer twice and definitely smooth vibe is not one that i've heard yet so really? appreciate you uh giving us your energy on that question and uh again thank you for coming on board man it's like describing art how do you how do you put words <laughs> to it you know it's just yeah Thank you very much, brother. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you and your journey and about the neuro linguistic stuff, man. What, you know, the beautiful yeah. word, never heard it before. So uh, give us, give us some education and drop some knowledge on that for us, brother. Well, um, neuro linguistic programming or um, NLP is the study of modeling and it's modeling um what you want to become or do so you know um the one of the the creators uh richard bandler um would say it's it's about modeling excellence and the idea is that you can you can shorten your uh your your path or your your journey to to excellence by just modeling somebody who's already doing and being you know what what, what you what you want to be or what you want to do right and um the uh uh one of the tenets of nlp is that the um uh, the the map is not the territory so if you're if you're like you're looking at a, a map of you know uh, California, it's, you're not looking at California, you're looking at a map. And so the, the, the people get wound up in, you know, in the map or in what, what they believe, you know, um, the path that should be taken when they should just look at, you know, the, who's doing what they, what they want to do and how are they doing it? Right. Yeah. Uh, would that also kind of be, um, along the lines of, um, emulating someone whose path and energy uh, you admire and you're like, Hey, well, if, you know, if they've got here, you know, we try to break down or reverse engineer how they got to it and kind of like follow that blueprint within ourselves as, as like a guideline to help us moving forward in the same path and energy that somebody we admire. Is that, is that, am I hearing that kind of correctly in, in that so, path? hundred percent. Yeah, deal. that's, that's exactly what it is. And the, um, and the other thing is that the um uh it's 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 about so the the um the proof of a model is whether or not it works you know and so like um like some people their their model will be you know um you know yoga you know their 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 ethical path will be yoga for some people their ethical path will be um you know 
religion or or anything else, you know, and it's everything is a model. And the only the the only test of the model is whether or not it works. Right. So so that that's it. And and, and the coolest thing is that, you know, it, when you when you take that um when, when you take that uh, uh, attitude towards things, it's it, it takes a lot of pressure off because you know it 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 gives you the permission to shift when you need to shift, kind of staying flexible when we need to, and not just be so tunnel vision and straightforward on our path that we don't have the opportunity to, as you say, shift and pivot when yes. we need to, in order to continue on with the growth and the path that we're trying to get to. We just sometimes may need to take a half of a turn or something like that and still get to where we want to, but it can't just be a straight point from point A to point B. Is that right? hundred mm-hmm. percent. And, um, and that when, and a lot of it is, uh, is based on like, uh, you know, change work strategies and, and techniques you know, so it goes, it, it goes in really well with hypnotherapy. And a lot of people would say, you know, um, that it's like waking hypnosis. So you, you brought up hypnotherapy and uh-huh. um, it was one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on, because I felt like that was such an intriguing subject matter. Mm-hmm. So can you share with us the power of the subconscious mind? And I know you kind of work with that a lot. and uh, just bring us, bring us into that realm and, and share some of that energy with us, if you don't mind. Yeah. So the, the subconscious mind, um, runs everything. It runs, it, it, it runs all the programs and, um, the, the, well, okay. So this, this is, this is a great metaphor. Um, if you think of like, uh, think of the captain of a ship. Yeah, the captain is the conscious mind and the the crew is the subconscious mind and the ship is the body. And so the captain charts the course, makes the decisions, um, does the day-to-day things and the crew does uh, everything else. Actually, you know, the, the, the crew does the day-to-day thing. So the the, the crew is making sure the ship is running well. So your subconscious mind is making sure that your, your heart's beating, you're breathing, you know, you're, you don't bite your tongue off when you're eating and, and things like that. You know, all those things that are, you know, walking, driving. Um, when, when we go on autopilot, that's when the subconscious mind is, is, is working. And when things go awry is when we're not in rapport with our sub was when the subconscious mind and the conscious mind aren't in rapport or the, the crew and the captain are not in rapport. So like, um, this is an example I use a lot. And this is not, this is, it's a, it's a brilliant metaphor, but it's not mine. It's uh, Freddie Jacqueline is who I heard it from. Who's a, um, many people consider at the moment, the, 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 the greatest hypnotist living. Um, but if you think of like, you know, the crew could be telling the captain and he could be saying like, um, like, Hey, we're, we're overheating down here. You know, there's some, there's some clickety clangy things happening and, and we're, you're running us really, really fast. You know, can we, we need to stop. We need to, we need rest. We need to something. And then, you know, the captain can be like, uh, no, I don't think so. You know, no pain, no gain. 
you know, I don't use a rear view mirror. I only look forward. I don't look back. I'm just going, you know, and uh, then the 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 crew will will not override the captain. So the crew will, OK, here we go. And then then the ship, you know, breaks down, you know, and that's what happens like to people when, you know, they they work out too hard and then they they tear something, you know, the, the body tells them to stop or um, or maybe the the body gets makes them sick. You know, like they they work so hard, their immune system goes down, then they get the flu or something. That's kind of that's the crew saying we need to slow down. And then so the so other if I'm so if I'm hearing you correctly, just so we can kind of like like bring this into um, a more metaphoric way for the for the listener. Mm -hmm. So when you're working out, your body will tell you sometimes when we need to kind of just not go so far over the threshold your body so your body is like the crew and it's like hey mind we need to slow down you know or sometimes if you work in day in and day out night in and night out and you're just burning that midnight oil your body in a subconscious way will kind of let you know hey we if we don't slow down a little bit we're going to start to break down yes and, and that's sometimes the mind doesn't really understand until the body or the crew, as you like to call it, breaks down. Yes. And, and at it, that point, it's like, oh, I get it. Oh, we, we need to slow down. And that's right. and that that's astute because um, the the way that that the metaphor works, the that particular model is that it's three things. It's 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 it's, you know, the the crew, which is subconscious mind, the the captain, which is the conscious mind and the ship, which is the body. But really, the body is the subconscious mind, as as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, absolutely. yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's really fascinating, and I really appreciate you uh, taking time to kind of break that down and at least expose us to understanding that yeah. our body, which is the crew, it does speak to us, and and we do need to oh, listen. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it it always. I feel like the body and the subconscious mind always has our best interests. Yes. It, it's never trying to work against us. It's always trying to work for our benefit, even sometimes when we can't see through the forest. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and see the other side. But the subconscious is always like maybe a step or two ahead of what the reality is and saying, hey, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And we need to kind of like take a listen to what our body is telling us or what our subconscious is telling us. Cause I feel like it always just has our best interests, you know, hundred percent. The subconscious, the subconscious mind's prime directive is to, is to keep the, keep the body safe to protect it. So hundred percent. Yeah. So you got, you guys hear that? Listen to your body. Okay. It's telling you things for your own good family. All right. There's one other thing too, Jimmy, yeah. the, um, you know, just as like the, the crew could be telling the captain, you know, we need to slow down, you know, the crew could be down there saying like, you know, Hey, we're only going 40 knots, you know, we're built to go 150 knots. You know, you want to, let's go faster. We can go faster, you know? And then the, the captain can be up there saying, no, I, no, my great grandfather did that. And he had an iceberg and there's a whole big thing. They wrote songs about it and there's a movie and, uh, and that's not <laughs> happening to me. No, no, no. You know? And, and so, but that either 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 way, the 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 conscious mind, the subconscious mind, or the crew and the captain aren't in rapport. So that's what hypnosis does. It brings them into rapport. 
Okay. So that, so that the changes can be made. Nice. Very mm -hmm. well. Very well. So talk to me a little bit about overcoming depression and how that transitions over into helping people with more positive energy. What are some of the things that you see in the depression state? And then how do we overcome that in just like daily life? What, what, what do we need to do in baby steps if we're going down that path or how do we recognize when we might be in that area of mental health? Well, when, when I overcame depression, it was, um, the, the, the first thing to notice is that, you know, the, many people might think that being depressed only means that you're sad, you know, um, but you know, it can manifest itself in so many different ways. Like it can manifest itself in like, um, an anger, you know, um, a really inappropriate sense of humor, um, you know, laughing at inappropriate things and, and, and things, you know, um, and, you know, for me, that's kind of how it manifested itself. And when I was, um, before I became a personal trainer, uh, which is just, you know, up until last Monday, you know, um, I was, uh, I worked at a, at a call center and it was a really, um, you know, it was a high anxiety environment. And most people end up would end up going out on stress leave. And um, I went out on stress leave and I was hospitalized. I was, I was in a um, uh, outpatient um, mental health facility. And, um, and I, I was, uh, I was not suicidal, nor was I really sad, but I was, I was with people who were, who were suicidal, you know, and I was sitting in group with, with people with, you know, fresh bandages around their wrists and, you know, um, and, you know, and I began to, when I was here, I was like, oh, wow, this is, I really am, I really am depressed. You know, there is something wrong. And then the, um, moving out of that was with, um, you know, hope that I was, that I was going to pull, that I was going to leave that job, you know, and finish my degree and, and, and do something with it. But the key thing that got me off medication was exercise. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, that, and that's what I'm getting to. So when I left that job, I was, uh, I was, I, I it, it, it was, uh, it was manageable with, uh, um, with, uh, with medication. And, um, and, you know, like, if, if you don't stay on top of that medication, you'll, you'll crash really hard, really, really hard. And, you know, you become really emotional, like every cinematic trick, you know, whether it's in a commercial or on a movie will work on you, you know, either, either make you really sad or really angry. And, um, uh, and so when I became a personal trainer, I was so active, you know, that, um, I, I didn't, I forgot to refill my medication. And, uh, and I, I pick up the bottle as like, Whoa. And then I think, well, that's been four days. I haven't had one. I'm, I feel okay. You know? And so I, I asked my doctor about it. You know, I said, is there just, you know, like, I don't know what's going on. I, I didn't crash when I, when I, you know, when, when I ran out of this and he said, well, you're, 
you're no longer depressed, you know, and, uh, um, were you exercising during this time as yeah. well? Yeah, I was, I was, I was working out. Um, I was holding mitts, you know, boxing mitts for people a mm -hmm. lot. So my, uh, you know, I was a very physical trainer and, um, I was always on my feet and always moving my body and, uh, and I was having the body language of, of somebody who, um, was, was fit or confident because even though like at the time I was, I was, I was, I was happy to be, I was happy to have changed careers and doing my, you know, my dream job, but I was still kind of slouchy, you know, but then I was like, well, when I'm slouchy, I don't, I don't look very, you know, nobody would want to train with me, you know? So I'm, I'm standing up and I'm taking the, the, the posture of, of someone who's confident, you know, and, and someone who's fit. And, um, and, and that alone has a huge effect on changing your state. Yeah. And I, I call that the, uh, the, the posture of confidence. Yeah. You know, back yeah. in the days when I used to do all natural bodybuilding, mm -hmm. like that, it was the only posture to have, whether mm -hmm. you were in the gym or, you know, you were out in public. And sometimes if people don't know what that posture is all about, they tend to, you know, define it in different ways. Oh, he's being cocky or he's this or he's not. No, it's called the posture of confidence. Your chin is up, your shoulders are erect, and you walk with an air of confidence, not cockiness, but confidence within yourself. Because like you said, that posture point also is a trigger point mentally to put you in a better positive state than the slouched forward, head down, 100%. not really knowing what your next move is going to yeah. be, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And so that's the, that is, uh, in, in, in my opinion, you know, that, that is how you pull yourself out of, a you know, with depression, you know, the, there, there, there's a lot of negative things, you know, being said on, you know, taking medication. Um, and, and yeah, you know, there's, there's, uh, to, you know, to use a workout analogy, you know, um, someone who is just piddling around, you know, in the gym with some consistency doesn't need a pre-workout and a intra-workout and a post-workout, you know what I mean? But, um, but, but somebody who is like severely depressed, you know, it's, it's that medication that can get them thinking clear for just enough of, of a moment to be able like, oh, I, I can do other things too. I can, I can carry myself a little bit different. I, I can exercise. And then pretty soon that, you know, makes a huge difference in, in how they're processing things. Right. You, so, so is it safe to say, at least just from this standpoint, and, and we're not doctors and we're not even no, trying no. to go down that path with this, what we're trying to say is in the baby steps of where this could possibly go, keeping your body active, Okay. And just trying to stay in some form of a movement scenario helps. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, right? it's crucial. Don't yeah. just stay dormant, you know, and, and if that is one of the signs, then let's start seeking some professional help and trying to live a better life. But if just on the onset, if we could just continue to stay active, keep mm -hmm. our body moving, keep our mind and our subconscious, you know, I, I look at it sometimes as like 
when you have a car and you have the the oil and the lubricants in the car, if your car sits all the time for long periods of time, then it's not really good on the engine. It's not good on all of the other moving parts. They need to consistently keep moving and running in order to perform the way that they're meant to perform, correct? I mean, that's a great analogy. Yeah, it's a great analogy. It's ex exactly right. Yeah, the I do, and, and those and the older cars too, right? The like the 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 big block V8s of the I think you know the sixties and seventies and whatnot. Um, I remember that. So my dad was a car dealer, and I remember that those old timers that you know they had those old cars and and uh, they 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 took their cars out for workouts. Yeah. I got to, I go drive my car. It needs to be driven, you know, 10 miles a week, <laughs> at least, uh, you know, growing up, you know, around my grandmama, um, she always went for the, the, the old cliche Sunday morning drive. Right. And yeah. sometimes I really think back on it is like, you know, she didn't drive that car all week. So it's a beautiful Sunday morning. What is the first thing she wants to do? She wants to put that car on the road. And just drive it for a minute, even if it was just five minutes around the block or down the street and around the corner. But I kind of think like that is one of the things that you're saying is like, you got to yeah, stay right. moving and you got to stay active in whatever mm -hmm. way. And sometimes it's not all about going to the gym. Some people don't have that type of luxury or environment, but let's just get out and walk. Let's just stay active. Let's yeah. take the stairs sometimes instead of always taking the elevator. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Any any yeah. little bit helps. And there's always room for a little bit to do. We should never say to ourselves, I don't have the time or can't do this and I can't do that. If you have a house that has stairs, let's walk up and down those stairs. Let's do something to just mentally and physically stay active. Am I hearing that correctly? A hundred percent. And 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 also to um, you know, the I think I think this is a I think this is a prevailing thing in the west um you know certainly in america that which is like if 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 i can't if i can't go all out i'm just what's the point you know what i mean i'm just not going to do it because that's that's not how i do things i do i go all out you know and it's no that's not you know in yoga the there's a kind there's the uh the concept of stirasukam which means stability and ease and and it's about you know um enough effort that keeps you stable in a, in a place of ease. So you use just enough to, to hold your body in, in, in a pose, but no more, unless your goal is specifically to build strength or to tire yourself out. But if you're, if you're, if you're like, if your arms, if you have these arms, you know, and you're, and you're just like, Holding like that for no particular reason, you'll burn out. But if you're if you're like this, that's not enough. But stability and ease is like you're stable, and you can hold that for a long time, you know. And um, and that is uh, that's definitely stability and ease. Stereosukum is definitely not something that we practice in the West. Uh, that that we should right moderation so talk, we call so, it here. So talk to me about the combining. Because you mentioned yoga, right? And and we've talked about hypnosis, but you know you have a belief of combining yoga and hypnosis for creating powerful change, right? Yeah. And, and how 
how do we do that? How, how, I mean, I've never really thought about hypnosis and yoga together. I mean, I, I know them separately, but you, you have a belief of, of bringing those two together. So share some of that insight with me. Well, the, um, so the hypnosis as, as we, as we know it, or as we think of it, um, works when we're in trance and in trances, that is something that we're into all the time. Um, it's kind of a zony, um, uh, drifty state, you know, where it was like, if, if you're out, you know, with a friend and you're just staring off in space and your friend's like, Jimmy, Hey, come back, you know, huh, go, yeah, you're th that's trance, you know? And <laughs> it's funny you say that. Cause there are a lot of people that say that to me. I, I mean, I, I have like a million and one things on my mind sometimes and I do drift yeah. off. So so me too. Really, yeah. what that is is I'm in a transit state at that moment. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, you're like um, you're in a trance, like when you um, you're driving to work, because if you if you've gone the same route, you know, every single day, and you know, and once you get to work, if like um, if somebody said, "Tell me exactly everything you saw on the road," you know, you probably wouldn't be able to do it. You know, just just a moment ago, when you just saw it. You know, it's your 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 conscious mind checks out the captain goes on break and the and the crew is is you're on autopilot and so um and in yoga a lot of times like in yoga um well almost every time the the there, there's centering you know there's centering in the, in the beginning of class where the the yoga teacher will say things to get the person present so in yoga it's all about being present meaning um, you're connected to the here and now and you do that through your through your body and your breath through feeling through it's, it's trading thoughts for sensation and um, the language to get a person to do that is tends to get a person very relaxed and and open to to hear things you know because you have to be um, open and, and focused to like um to notice the weight of the clothes on your body if you know um and the weight of your body on on the mat space and how as you breathe deep into your belly and your belly expands and maybe you can notice your your clothes expand as your belly expands and then you know it comes together as your belly sinks into the body and you know that kind of thing that's like a hypnotic induction so the old, the old hypnotic induction, which is very much like a, a guided meditation of, you know, you close your eyes when you're ready and relax, you know, imagine this wonderful wave of relaxation spilling over your body and you're walking on a beach and that kind of thing. And it, it's kind of the same thing. So when a person is, is when we're relaxed, we're, we're open for, um, the, the captain is kind of on break, you know, and when the captain's on break, you know, the, the, the crew listens, you know, the captain's on break with permission and the crew has permission to listen to, to things. And so what I had noticed was so the, 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 the practice that I teach, the yoga practice I teach is, is called yin and yin is, um, is a deep stretchy practice that tends to be very relaxing. It's it's based on stillness, and it's based on um, 
um, letting gravity do its work. So the body is generally cold and I'm air quoting, but cold meaning the muscles aren't warmed up. So you, you hold something like when, you know, um, and it's, it's gravity that's, so there's, there's a, there's a posture called bound angle where you'll lay on your back and your soles, your feet are, are pressed together and your elbows, I'm sorry, your elbows, your, my, your knees are out like this and they're kind of hanging down in a regular yin yang practice, you know, you're pressing in to the soles of your feet and you're feeling the stretch in, in the muscles in a yin practice, the it's, it's the weight of your knees coming apart that bring the soles of the feet together. And that's just gravity, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so then that stretches into the deep tissue and the hardest part of yin is being still because most people don't like to be still. So that's where the hypnosis part comes in. So when someone's relaxed and they're stretching, then, you know, with, with the, it's, it's a good, it's a good time to use um, hypnotic suggestion for, you know, um, you know, with uh, their permission, of course, you know, like for like when they're, so it, just, just last week I did one on anxiety. So I, okay. I did a, a, an event there with a lot um, of people that, that I know have some yeah. form of, of anxiety. Yeah, so, the, the event the event sold out. It was it was good. That's awesome, man. So, for those that don't really know a lot about yoga, right? Uh -huh. and, and most of some of my listeners know about yoga. They practice it. They go to classes, and they believe in it wholeheartedly, right? Uh -huh. For the listener that has heard the word yoga, mm -hmm. maybe they walk past a class in their local gym. Can you help share a little light on the benefits of yoga? Even if you just get into yoga, like in the beginner stages, what are some of the positive benefits? Because I know you believe in it and, and I believe in yoga. And I know that, that if you are in it consistently, it can do wonders for your mental health, as well as your physical. So what are some of the things that if someone said, mm, I hear them talking about this yoga, maybe I should try. Mm -hmm. What are one of the two benefits to someone if they started trying yoga that they can say, oh, okay, here's how I feel or here's my yeah. perception on things now that I didn't have before I got involved in this yoga. The most readily available benefit is 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 what the average person would think anyway which is flexibility flexibility stability and balance and um and then you know the the typical person would say well i'm not flexible enough for yoga um that's that this everybody is there's eight limbs to it and there's the um asana which is the which is the physical part is only one limb but the the principle one of the principles of yoga is to meet the student where they are so so yeah so people tend to tend to do things that they that 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 they're good at so if if a person walks by a yoga studio and they see a bunch of you know bendy people walking in there you know flexible looking people and they think oh it's not for me you know it just happens to be that like people who who like you know, stretchy body weight, you know, type of movement, we're going to go to yoga, but that doesn't mean that that's the only kind of people that would benefit from it. 
so the, you know, I couldn't sit on the floor before I did yoga. And um, I, I got into it at like age 46 or seven. And I couldn't, I couldn't sit on the floor for any, any, any amount of time. Um, and uh, being able to sit down on a curb, you know, outside or like on a, on a yoga block or on, you know, a phone book, I could sit, you know, is, is, is way more valuable to me than any amount of weight I could ever bench press, take over my head, deadlift, anything like that. So, so if we're talking to the average person about yoga, would it be safe to say that yoga is really about meeting you where you are yes. in your health, wellness, mm -hmm. and then taking you from that point and moving you forward? Right. Yes. It's not mm -hmm. about you in competition with others who are already on their journey, wherever their step and journey is in yoga. Yeah. Yoga is about you making the decision. I want to be more flexible. I want to have more center of balance. Mm -hmm. And wherever that is for you, yoga comes in at that point and says, okay, here is your starting point. And now we will take you from here mm -hmm. and move you forward in your path in your own way. Is, yes. is that, am I hearing yeah. that correctly? So, yeah. cause I really want to help encourage the person that is on the fence about yoga and they need a little bit more direction. It Yoga will meet you where you are and then take you on your journey from that point on. Is that right? Yeah. Think, think of the mobility in your body. And so it's, I'm, I'm talking about the physical part because that's what the mm -hmm. average person thinks about. Yeah. Um, there's, there's way, way, way more to it than that. But the think of the mobility in in your body as um, as a savings account or you know as as money in the bank, so to speak. And when you know if a person sli slips on the ice and tears their hamstring, you know they 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 spend all their money in one shot. It's 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 like the the transmission dropping in their car or a tree falling on their garage and that they can't afford the deductible and that kind of thing. You know, there's, there's not enough built up in there. So it, it, it you know, um, in, in the bank, it wipes them out, but the person who slips on the ice and their, you know, their, their legs go apart and they, whoa, and they get back up and they, wow, that was close. You know, they have lots of surplus of mobility in their, in their, um, you know, in their body. So it's, it's just like the, the person who has built up their, their savings account and their checking account. So like if a pandemic happens, they, they're, it's not a huge deal that they're going to be out of work for six months or whatever. It's just, it, it'll create a surplus in your body, just the same as you want to create a surplus, you know, in your, in your finances. Right. Um, and you can go, you, you, you can live paycheck to paycheck and be just fine as long as nothing happens and you can live you know you can ignore that and be just fine until you until you slip or until you know a a, a dog is you know chasing a cat behind you and knocks you over and then you have right. no balance and you hurt yourself you know so yoga is about flexibility and we all could become a little bit more flexible you know in in our human body so absolutely brother hey listen so 
I want to get into real quick about the developing courses that you have kind of taken on the journey of, right? Mm-hmm. Of the uh, metaphors for changing for or metaphors for change workers. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about that and explain what metaphors for change workers means. So the yeah, so the um, the subconscious mind thinks in metaphors, um, and storytelling is the the single most persuasive modality of of learning, teaching, or or persuading that 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 we we as humans have um and it goes all the way back to um you know oral traditions and things like that um on into like um songwriting and things you know so and um a metaphor is a symbol for for the mind so just as like um you know a, a red octagon you know even without the word stop in it you know means stop that's a symbol and we associate that that meaning to it so one of the the most effective ways for change is through metaphor and um that's you know like if you think of like um the lessons in in you know the in bible stories the lessons in Aesop's fables, um, nursery rhymes, you know, uh, Little Red Riding Hood, all that stuff, children's books. Um, that's all metaphor for, for something else, Alice in Wonderland and, and all of that. And so that's amazingly effective, amazingly effective way to create, you know, change for somebody. And metaphors can also be sort of they can be sort of complicated and, you know, um, and there's, there's intricate things in like, um, there's things called nested loops in metaphors where my dog's coming in where, um, you know, that's, it's a metaphor within a metaphor and things like that. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a tool that, that many, many hypnotists use. And a lot of hypnotists are afraid to to get into it because they um because you know it's it feels complicated so i'm not a good storyteller i i I can't come up with a a metaphor for you know sleeping all night and and that kind of thing so what i've done is is i've created a um i've created a, a system of being able to create metaphors really really quickly and telling them in a way that is compelling that just about any metaphor will work for just about any problem. Awesome, I, awesome. I, yeah, I, I told a, um, uh, a metaphor of a, I just, I described a cast iron pan, you know, um, to, uh, to a client who wanted to help her golf game. And it, I, I don't know what, you know, cooking grilled cheese and cast iron, has to do with golf, but it, it, <laughs> that's that's what happens in in your body. In that's your body what the, that that's that's what the metaphor is all about. So yeah, you know, yeah, exactly, we, exactly. We, we find the meaning in 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 skillets and in golf and in the whole nine yards, brother. 
so the, the, the course is basically, it's, it's like, you don't have to come up with an elaborate story like Alice in Wonderland or Star Wars or, you know, all this stuff. You can, you can just, you can describe a comb and do it in a way that it's gonna, it's gonna sink in. And, um, and that's, that's what I've done. So I've, I've come up with um, a, a really simple way to do that, that, you know, change workers, whether they're hypnotists or just like regular life coaches, you know, can utilize metaphors as either something that will get the job done and, you know, solve the problem or put someone in a trancey state because, you know, a good storyteller, if you're listening to a good storyteller, you just kind of go, oh, wow. And you're, and you kind of drift off then into that, you know, that you drift trancy... off into the story that they're actually telling you, exactly, which, which is almost transient like, is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, okay. and then that, and that gives the, the change worker, the opportunity to work with what, you know, the, what the person wants to solve, you know, understood brother. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, so tell everybody where we can find you. How do we stay in touch with you, brother? Cause you are doing some amazing things. And, you know, as I said, in the intro, you have some really, really fascinating things coming up. So how do we stay in touch with you? Where can we find you? If any of the listeners may have a question for you, is yeah. there a way that they can contact you? Um, you can just uh, search me on Facebook, M-A-T-T-D-I-C-K-S-O-N, uh, my, my first and last name. Um, my uh, website is um, Matt Dixon at mykajabi.com. Um, I'm very easy to find on, on, on TikTok, uh, Facebook and, um, um, Instagram. How do we find you on Instagram? It's, let's see. And how do we find you on TikTok? I sent. Well, everything uh, is going to be in the show notes anyway. So if, so if yeah, the listeners I'm, are not listening, um, or, or in a situation to write it down right now. Yeah. yeah. So family, everything of his social media links will be in the uh, show notes. You guys can pick it up from there, but you can also pick it up from the uh, sexycoolallowance.com website. Absolutely. And we'll be able to follow you and connect with you and continue on this journey between yoga and hypnosis and all of the other extraordinary things that you are getting your hands involved in, brother. And you, you can email me at mdixon28 at yahoo.com. And you could also search that and it'll pull up everything. Awesome. And we'll also have the email address in the show notes as well as up on the uh, website as well. Mr. Matt, it has been a pleasure having you in the Sexy Cool Lounge. You have definitely brought a wealth of knowledge and you have continued to steer us in a very positive direction. And I do recommend family that if you try to try yoga, okay, let it, let it, let it just meet you where you are because it can be a very wonderful thing for you. Uh, down the road family. So Mr. Matt, thank you so much for stopping in. Thank you, Jamie. Giving us your vibe, brother. I appreciate it. I had fun. Thank you very Thanks. much. And yeah. family, let's make sure that we never forget. Okay. Continue to love yourself. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. All right. And as I've always said to you, let's make sure that we never forget that even though we do not have as much as others family, 
we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes That's back. Right. I'm Jimmy IV. I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode.